Hey everybody, welcome to Atomic Radio Hour, the post-nuclear podcast. I'm your host, Vince, and this is episode 271. I hope you're doing well. You look as fantastic as you always do. I hope you guys are doing well. I hope you guys are okay. I hope you guys are enjoying Starfield. Some Starfield stuff I'm going to talk about in just a minute, but I just want to say thank you for showing up. Thank you for joining us tonight. There's some things I want to talk about, a fun piece of lore. Uh, this isn't going to be the longest episode. I can feel myself starting to burn out just with life and everything, and this is something that keeps me sane and keeps me on the straight and narrow. It's just, I, I, I've had a headache for the past two weeks. I can't sleep. Melatonin doesn't work. I'm in a state where le- weed is legal and I don't like weed, so I, I don't know what to do. I've tried everything, so shorter episode today. But speaking of Starfield, let's jump right into Starfield. This is from... No one has a normal name on Twitter. How come How come we can't just have the name Kevin or, or, or Stanley on Twitter? This is from at K-L-O-B-R-I-L-L-E. Bethesda Game Studios shares what... Bethesda Game Studios shares what's coming to Starfield in the future regular up- updates focus at first will be on quality of life and bug fixing so far and i and i really since the last time we spoke i may have played starfield for about two hours i really haven't had a chance to play life has been a lot <laughs> but it says bug fixes i really haven't had any bug fixes i really haven't seen any massive problems brightness and contrast controls which kyle said was a thing that he didn't understand why it wasn't there hdr calibration menus which would be great because i love hdr FOV sliders, yes. NVIDIA DLSS support for PC. Again, for PC, uh, 32 by 9 ultra-wide monitor support. Button for food. Working closely with NVIDIA, AMD, and Intel on driver support. Stability and performance improvements. Built-in mod support, PC and console. Much like how Skyrim and Fallout 4 has it. And they believe that's going to be coming in about 2024. Great. Uh, it's good to know this is going to be updated, and I'm assuming by time we get about halfway through 2024, we'll probably be seeing our first piece of DLC, which is fantastic. Why didn't FOV sliders, HDR calibration, and brightness controls ship with the game? Like, I'm having a good time with the very little, I think I've played like maybe 11 hours, if that. I've been having a good time with a little bit that I've, I've been playing, but it's like, why are these things not built in? I feel like every game nowadays, at least brightness, has been in the in video games for the past 15 years, I think. Let me know what you guys think. Let me know about your adventures, and please don't spoil it in the comments. I ha- I'm going to have to hide or delete your comment if you do it. Please don't spoil anything. Just being on Twitter casually, I've had something spoiled for me, which isn't fun. I think I'm like level 10 or 11. Or 11 plus 1, I don't remember. And, like, I'm taking my time doing other quests. Because I don't want to just blast through the story. But, don't spoil it for other people. Let me know what you think about it. What do you think about this? I'm just curious to, like, why stuff like this didn't just launch with the game prior to it coming out. Like, I get if it didn't come out on the launch day. Or, I'm sorry, didn't come out for the early access, but came out on the launch day. That makes sense to me, but what are you going to do? Also, I want to talk about this because I've been seeing it all over the place, and Kyle sent me a tweet about it. Unity is now charging people to re-download their games, and then I saw something was like, oh, don't worry about it. It's not this. It's not that. So, from from game to, at game, deve- 
at gamedev.com on Twitter. Unity introducing new fee attached game installs. This is from a, an article from them written by Bryant Francis. Uh, again, this is from Bryant Francis. Bryant Francis, excuse me. I'm just going to read the beginning of this and kind of go from there. The cost of using Unity as a game engine is once again about to increase. Starting in January of 2024, the company will begin charging what it's calling a Unity runtime fee that is based on a number of user installation games built on the widely used engine. The runtime fee will kick in after develop developers cross a specific revenue and install threshold that scale with different subscription plans. For those on Unity's personal or Unity Plus license, the fee will kick in after the project crosses $200,000 in revenue over 12 months and 200,000 total installs. Developers operating on the Unity Pro or Unity Enterprise license, how many licenses are there? Will will be granted a higher threshold before they begin owing fees. For those devs, the charge will kick in after titles earn a million over that same 12-month period and passes a million installs. According to a breakdown sent by game developers by Unity, fees will be charged on a monthly basis. The amount charged per install will also vary depending on the license. Unity's personal and plus developers will pay a flat fee of $0.20 cents per install. Pro and Enterprise users will pay a smaller per install fee that scales downward with the number of installations over the initial threshold. Pro users fee will begin at $0.15 cents per install and scale downwards as low as $0.02 cents per install, with Enterprise fees beginning at $0.12.5 cents per install and scale down as low as $0.01 cents per install. I'm not going to get super into that, but if I read everything cor correctly and all the speculation that I read on uh, Twitter is that you could like theoretically put a studio out of business by installing and uninstalling and reinstalling a game constantly. So I don't understand why this is legal, how this is legal. Like, is this going to be retroactive to old games? Is this just going to put Unity out of business? I don't understand how this works. If you understand how this works, please comment. Please join the Discord and let me know. Please tweet me and let me know. Because I just don't understand why this would be a thing. I don't understand why you'd want to do this other than just blatant greed. It's just gross. <laughs> just really gross. And I don't have any other word for it. And I don't understand why it's happening. But apparently it's just happening. So here we are with Unity charging people to just use its its thing, which I get. It's a program. You have to charge people to use it. Fine. And I heard that Unity wasn't charging, like years ago, Unity wasn't charging people uh, if you were a smaller developer until you had made a million dollars. So all of that was all yours. And once you made the million, you had to pay us, which seemed great because you, you, you have some money on you at that point, And then you got to start kicking over a little bit of fees that way. And most people are going to buy the game when it first comes out, not two months later, unless it goes on like some super sale. Anyway, I don't understand why this needs to be a thing. Like I said, kind of gross. Random interjection. Because I forgot to record this yesterday when yeah. I recorded it the first time. It's your boy, Vince. Hey, guys. Um, real quick, I forgot to say this. I was very tired yesterday. There has been a leak going around of the Fallout Amazon show. And I have not seen it. I do not want to see it until it officially comes out and maybe gives us a date or at least a time frame of when the show is going to be coming out. If you're part of the Discord, please don't post it in there. Kyle made a post the other day saying that uh, 
you're not allowed to post it uh, until I say that it's okay to post it pretty much. Uh, it looks neat. I did see a screen grab of it, and it showed a vertebrate. That's all I'm really going to say. I don't feel like that's uh, too much of a spoiler, to be honest, because I said it, and because I feel like it's just one of those things that, like, oh, of course we're going to see a vertebrate. We're also going to see ghouls and people in power armor. It looks neat. If you saw it, let me know what you think without spoilers. Does it hype you up? Does it not hype you up? What have you. I, I'm very curious, honestly. I just want to wait until it's officially released before I watch it. I don't even know if I'm going to watch it, to be honest. I kind of, I was saying in the in the Discord that I kind of want a trailer to come out and me break it down like scene by scene and be like, okay, this is that, and this is that, and I think this might be this. That sounds like it'd be fun to me. I'd like to do that. Who knows? Will you be there? I hope so. Enjoy the rest of the episode. I hope you enjoy the part where Kyle confesses to his crimes of stealing cookies. Uh, it's, it's a heinous one, and uh, it's the reason why my wife and I got a divorce. So, I love you guys. Enjoy the rest of the episode. Bye! <laughs> Later. Later. Now, after I've gotten all the news out of the way, I kind of want to just talk about this week's lore. Uh, but before I can talk about the lore, I have to thank the Patreon. And because of the Patreon, the show continues to grow and get bigger and better and stronger. And because of the support of a couple of fine, fine folks, I have to thank them. Uh, because of the people who choose to support the show, and there's a couple different tiers, one being the lowest and ten being the highest, there are some people that I have to thank because they choose to support the show. At the $1 tier, your voice is heard. At the 3 the 5 and the 10 your voice is heard. You become part of the show, being able to be a part of the lore poll that I put every week into the Patreon. And if you're at the $10 tier, you can hear these episodes recorded, be recorded live in front of a studio audience. You are the studio audience. And you can change your pledge at any time. It doesn't have to... I. You could start at one, go to the other, bop around. I just appreciate you listening. Times are tough. I get it. But I just appreciate you being you. And if you want to support, then supporting. So I have to thank some people. And starting from the top, I have to thank the OG Noah. Thank you, Noah. After Noah, I have to thank Danny. Thank you, Danny. After Danny, I have to thank Marcus. Thank you, Marcus. After Marcus, I have to thank Mellow Millhouse. Thank you to Mellow Millhouse. And last but certainly not least, I have to thank Captain Lennox. Thank you to Captain Lennox. Like I said, the show can grow and get bigger and stronger because of the support of a couple of fine, fine folks. I love you very much. Thank you. Now this week, like I said, it's just been a hard week. Just all the way around has been a rough week. And last night, as I lay my head down to rest, to, 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 to take a sleep, I realized I didn't put a poll in the Discord. And I apologize. If you're part of the Discord and you usually go and... I'm sorry, not a poll in the Discord, a poll in the Patreon. If you're part of the Patreon and you, realize, and you see that I didn't put the poll there, I apologize. It's my fault. Um... I just, this, like I said, it's been rough. And I just, I just want to do something quick and easy, to be completely honest. Normally, I'll ask Patreon, if you're a, a regular, you know, I just, I need, I'm like, I'm approaching burnout, like, real quick. And I'm sorry to keep bringing it up, but it's like, it's going to happen, and I'm afraid I'm going to snap on somebody just because I'm so tired all the time. I'm, like, watching Dr. K, Healthy Gamer GG's videos, and, like, how to sleep more, and, like, how to calm down. 
because like I, I I don't have a therapist right now and I don't know how to find one and every time I call my doctor they're like oh well we'll get you in touch and they get me in touch and they call back and no one answers and I I do this dance and then I don't call anybody it's it's a mess anyway if you want to hear any lore and I mean any lore whatsoever consider joining the Patreon because even at the one dollar tier in the Patreon your voice is heard in the weekly lore question poll. Once you're there, your voice is heard, and you help pick what is this week's lore. Usually, I will post a poll in the Patreon. This week, I did not because I had a hard week. Uh, So I just chose, and it's on a character that I've wanted to know a little bit more about, talk a little bit about for a very long time, and that's Ghost from Fallout New Vegas. So Ghost is an NCR ranger, and what I love about New Vegas is how much it adds to the world around itself, how much it adds to the Fallout universe but also how much it adds how much it adds to the fallout universe but also how much it adds to the world around itself and one of the first things you'll notice about ghosts is when you walk upon her is that she's completely white and it turns out that she's albinism and it's not like officially stated anywhere that she's albino but it's like super heavily implied because of her skin she has regular schmegular ncr attire just like a button-up shirt a vest but she also has the uh, a scarf around her neck, a big hat, and sunglasses, but she's completely white. She's completely pale. And it's, like I said, it's not totally, it's not totally confirmed, but from something called Formspring, I found uh, archive.today or archive.ph, someone asking, and I'm not sure if this is associated with I'm not sure if this is associated with Facebook because it's it's asking me to log in or sign up to Facebook, but it looks like old ass, like probably 2010 ass Facebook. And it says, is Ranger Ghost an albino? And then Josh Sawyer from June 22nd of 2011 says, J.R. Vosso, I, I, I'm so bad at names, Vosolo created Ranger Ghost, and I believe that was his intention. So, according to the director of the game, Ghost is, is, is albino, suffers from albinism. She's a sniper guard at the Mojave outpost and has a vantage point that allows her to see everything down the long 15, but she does not enjoy this position. She does not enjoy the job that she currently has. Most of her colleagues see her as a, quote, bitch, unquote, because she is so unhappy with the position. She herself is quite the patriot, but also is eager to call out any sort of BS, but then just dismisses it right away. Uh, in an example from the wiki where I get all of my lore, fallout.fandom.com, there's a few quotes and small things I'd like to read directly off the website, and the courier can ask, hear any news from the West? And Ghost reply, Kimball's Kimball. Not sure which end is his ass or his head. Caravan families are causing trouble. Big circles getting tense. The usual. Look. You want gossip? Go to the bar downstairs and listen to a whole lot of nothing. Me? I gotta keep watch and then fill out my daily log. But, like I said, she is quite the patriot. She's the first person to say that's, that, that this is the way it works. This is how it is. You should be happy that you live in the Mojave. And it kind of seems like she's a bit of a jingoist, but she does kind of fall back and say, like, yeah, you know, the Republic's a good thing for me, but it's messed up. So she, she can give you a quest, which I'm going to talk a little bit more about the quest in just a minute, but the courier can ask in relation to the quest, uh, which is called Keep Your Eye on the Prize, courier can ask, what's the pay? And Ghost will reply with, the pay? 
The pay is a good goddamn thanks from the heart of the Republic. Just shitting with you, the NCR line. Done wonders for morale around here. President Kimball keeps saying getting shot is its own damn reward. Do the job for me, though. I'll do what I can. People know I hate most everyone, so if I put a word in for you, that's gold. She, she appreciates what the Republic is, but also can see the BS of... Kimball keeps saying that getting a shot is its own damn reward. Yeah, die for something that once attacks people who can barely read. Out of all this, she's known for her skill with a rifle. Uh, people will say that she's a bitch, and, excuse me, a quote bitch, unquote, and then say, don't let her hear that I said that, though, because I'll get a bullet in the back of the skull in the middle of the night, because she's just an incredibly trained sniper, and they know how deadly she is with her weapon. Being a, a sniper, being trained to be aware of your surroundings, helps in, in a multitude of ways. One of the ways is that uh, she understands that the the war with NCR and Legion is about to get incredibly worse. Like, she knows it's going to be worse than it was a few years ago at the first Battle of Hoover Dam. She understands this. Uh, also, if you have a sneak of 60 or higher and you go around her, she'd just be like, oh, I didn't know that. I'll read the quote later. But you can sneak up on someone who's incredibly sneaky themselves. Uh, and when you can return from your quest, which... Uh, Again, I'm going to go into it a little more later when it talks about how she, what she wants investigated. You come back from Nipton, and the courier says, didn't mean to be the bearer, bearer of bad news, and goes to say, unless you burned the whole town, don't take any blame. That's not due. Things are going to get uglier before the year is out. So she knows. She knows at this point, the courier tells her the fate of Nipton. She knows that it's going to get worse than just Nipton. If that's a small pocket of what Legion is willing to do, she knows that whatever they're about to do is way more dramatic. She's also so incredibly starved for any sort of human interaction because she's on this small base with the same handful of people. It's, it's not many people, and they talk to each other all the time, and most of them think she's a, quote, bitch, unquote. Any sort of excitement coming from another, from another person, she gets excited for. When, she, when the courier accepts the quest... Ghost says, all right, look at you, all fired up and ready to go. Wish the others around here would have that kind of an attitude. Listen, I don't want you getting killed for this. So if you head there and run into trouble, I'm asking for eyes and ears, not your life, all right? Her demeanor is completely the result of her location and the politics surrounding the outpost. And again, I'd like to read a couple more quotes, one of them being Courier saying, anything you could tell me about the outpost? Not much to tell. One of the worst places in the NCR if you're looking to be anything more than a babysitter. Full up here, but just enough so we can't send out patrols. Got a mountain of standing force. Jackson's orders. NCR orders. Can't spare men for patrols or escorts. So caravans are backed up here like a Brahmin with a bottle up its ass. Typical NCR bullshit. The courier can say to her, If that's all you wanted, I'm done. And Ghost will reply with, well, thanks for hoofing it there and back. Even if it was bad news, wish we could spare the troops to go hunting, but orders are to stay put. Fucking Mojave is going to hell, and all I can do is sit here and watch. Now, the quest. Let's talk about the quest itself. Keep your eyes on the prize. I've alluded to it enough. Ghost, an NCR ranger from the Mojave outpost, is concerned when she notices plumes of smoke rising from the reclusive town of Nipton. To add to her concern, there have been no travelers from Nipton as of late. Ghost contracts the courier to investigate the disturbance. If you couldn't already tell, 
from what I was saying before. This, if you didn't go to Nipton when you left Good Springs, this is your way to go to Nipton and meet Vulpus and Kalta, where he's like, bear witness to the, fa- to the fate of the town of Nipton. I want you to go and tell everyone about it. Mm, yes, 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 yes. This is your way to find out about that, to be introduced to the Legion. Even though where she is is slow, even before she knows about the town of Nipton being destroyed by Legion forces, all of this, she's she's she's, she's just on edge. Like you're just there. It it honestly kind of reminded me of uh, kind of reminded me of the thing, the John Carpenter movie, the thing, the classic, the masterpiece, the thing. Just kind of reminded me of that because she's there with a bunch of other people trying to figure out what to do and she's like holding on for dear life and just your mind wanders and it's the same few people there it's the same bs every day nobody gets along there's a drunk woman in the shop below who's just drunk and getting drunker there's just it's just not a place that you want to be it's not a place where a person a person can thrive and then and then after she wants to verify about this, the courier can go to Nipton, find out that it was in fact the Legion, and now knowing that the Legion has advanced into the NCR side of the Colorado River, she's even more on edge. So now she knows, okay, things are about to get worse. I can't fix this. I'm scared for my life. I don't like being here. I wish I could be somewhere else, at least seeing something a little better. And now the enemy is closer than ever. Just some quick stuff for you if the player character has 60 or more in sneak and is meeting Ghost for the first time, Ghost will comment about not hearing the player character walking up the ramp. Otherwise, she will say she heard their footsteps on the ramp. The actual quote is, Huh, didn't even hear you come up the ramp. You don't broadcast your movements. I like that. Or, Huh, heard your footsteps coming up the ramp. Didn't sound like a trooper or one of the merchants. You a courier? If so, this might be your lucky day. If you don't mind working a bit, if you want to do the quest Armed for the Bear, it's a three-star challenge added by the Gunrunner's Arsenal. Kill any 15 named NCR Rangers or commissioned officers. You can kill her to get this challenge completed. That's about it. She's a character that I think is really, really neat. She's a character that I always remember like seeing but not someone who I knew really anything about. And I thought, hey, I wanted a chill, relaxed week. What better, to talk o- what better to talk about than a character from New Vegas who I feel like everyone knows, but not everybody knows everything about. And that's about everything I have for you on this week's Lore. Hey, gang. I don't, like I said, I just needed a chill week this week. What are you guys doing with Starfield? I just want to talk about Starfield for a minute. I don't understand the weapons. Um... I was just at a rock and a hard place with one mission. I'm not going to try to spoil anything, but it was go to this planet uh, and then do something to help somebody else out. And one of the things was kill all of the spacers in this old refinery type area. And I went there and I was just dying, con- like left, like early Fallout 4, like in the subway going to the vault where you find Skinny Malone and v- Nick Valentine, like just dying constantly there from the trigger men. Like that's what I just remember. And then you fight. And you fight, and you fight, and you fight, and you do. I'm like, I'm still not even finished. I, I might have just finished the quest line, but it opened up another quest line, which then brought me back to uh, New Atlantis. And just the game's so big, and I'm trying to learn everything, but I don't know what perks I need, and I have to like relearn everything. And I just, I'm not 15 anymore, so I don't have all day to play a game. Like, I don't have, oh, I could put six hours here. 
uh, you know, I could do eight hours there and Sunday I don't have anything going on. So I could do 12 hours of games on Sunday. Like, I'd really like to sit down and explore this game and like really see what it has to offer and see what's out there. And I just don't feel like I have the time. I really, really like Saturday, this Saturday, when this episode comes out, I am going to the gym in the morning. I have to do a couple things on my computer real quick. And then I'm hoping by like 10, 11 o'clock, I am playing Starfield till like four in the morning. Like, I just don't want to do anything. I don't want to, I don't want, like, I don't want to go out to dinner. I don't want to go to a movie. I don't want to talk to nobody on the phone. I want to play Starfield until my eyes bleed. I, it's it's very good so far. Like I'm still really enjoying it. I like that it's slower. I like that there's like a level of exploration that you have to discover. I really hope they implement vehicles in some way, just so I can traverse planets a little quicker. I think it's a little silly that I can't. I'm still trying to understand flight combat. I do not understand how to upgrade my ship. I am flying around the frontier. I kind of want to fly off. I think when I get off doing this, I'm going to go... I think I'm just going to go play for like an hour. Because I'm thinking that I'm not going to... Or, excuse me, I think I'm going to edit a day earlier. So when Friday comes around, I can just play a little longer. But I think what I'm going to do is I think I'm going to go and just go to a, a system that has like ships flying around that aren't surrounded by colony ships and be like give me all your stuff and when they say no i'm just going to board them and take their stuff and then take their ship and see if that's a better ship and maybe use that as my ship because the frontier is cool i have nothing against the frontier but i want my own ship like i think my own ship would be pretty dope to have and i don't understand how to customize ships i don't understand how to customize weapons i had to go to the residential district on new atlantis and talk to the one weapon shopkeeper and i don't understand the way the ammo works yet because like fallout's like oh here's like nine millimeter ammo and here's shotgun shells and here's 308s and you know it's based in reality and even skyrim is just or elder scrolls in general is just arrows different kind of arrows put them in bows and they go yes this is like 0.038 ammo like, 038, I know what 38 is, and then it's like 11 millimeter. Never heard of an 11 millimeter gun. I don't think that's real. And just a bunch of other stuff that I'm like, okay, hold on. This is that, and that's this, and I got to do this here with this and this, and bop, 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 boop, bop, cream. And I'm just trying to figure everything out. And it's just, it's a big universe that I want to explore. And like, I found contraband, and then they arrested me. Like, just immediately got arrested because I had contraband. So then I'm like, okay, cool. I have to keep track of what I have and then I have to get certain perks that I can maybe smuggle things. Cause that's like ultimately what I want to do is see if there's a bounty board somewhere and just start taking out people, uh, taking their stuff. And then if I can start smuggling things, if there's like a reoccurring quest where the guy's like, Hey, I need you to smuggle this over here. Absolutely. Absolutely. You want to have a quest that's like a recurring, like a radiant quest, like in fallout four, give me that. Give me smuggling runs. Cause I'll jump on and do a, a daily smuggling run. You kidding me? I wonder if anyone's made the Millennium Falcon yet. Actually, uh, I have Google in front of me. Let's find out. Damn, somebody already built it. That's so cool. I'm not a Star Wars guy. I kind of am. I shouldn't say I'm not. I'm kind of a Star Wars guy. I'd build this. I don't like the color scheme, though. I'd mess with the colors. Mm, Yeah, I'd build the Millennium Falcon. It's so cool. The Millennium Falcon is one of those. I've seen, like, the X-Wing, which is tight. It's not 
me. I like the Falcon. The Falcon, I guess, is technically how it is. More, um, but I, 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 someone told me like to customize your ship, go to a certain planet, and it was like an old planet that they used to build ships on, and they just left all the shit behind, and you can go there and just take stuff and like build out your ship. I don't understand how to customize it though. Like I keep going to people, I'm like, how do I do this? Please inform me on how to do this, please. I don't know what ship I want to make. I saw the Magic School Bus. I saw one that was just a cube. Um, the Planet Express from Futurama is super dope. I wonder if someone will make like a Repcon rocket. That would be cool. I'm really liking the game so far. I wish I played it more. Like I wish I could have came here and be like, guys, I put another 15 hours on. My God, this is what I found. I'm just trying to not get upset with it and be like, oh, I don't like it. I don't like it because I don't have time anymore. And it like makes me worry. Because, like, I'm playing the game and there's, like, little things, like, the way characters talk to one another, and, like, the way they talk to you, and I like the way it zooms in, and there's no voice protagonist, and I'm thinking, like, okay, cool. And this is the thing I do with all Bethesda games. I go, all right, cool. So if this is what Starfield looks like, that means the next Elder Scrolls is going to look even better. And they made a beautiful game, I must inject. But, like, also I'm like, okay, so if they if they made Starfield look like this and they made Elder Scrolls look like that, and then what, what the hell is Fallout 5 going to look like or, or whatever comes out? It's just... There's so much to do. There's so much to see. There's nothing wrong with taking the back streets. And I'm just so excited to play it. But I just I sit down and I'm so tired lately that I play five, ten minutes and I can feel my eyes get droopy and my head start to sway. And it's like I'm nodding out. I'm not a, doing drugs, but I'm like, I'm just tired. So hopefully I'll get to reset, take a nap on Friday or Saturday at some point in time and uh, just play, man. Because I just don't want it to be the only days I get to play or Friday and Saturday and then Saturday rolls around and I don't have any time to myself. I'm out running errands or someone invites me to go do something says, hey, let's go do something real quick. It'll only take about an hour and then four or five hours later I'm coming home to play for maybe 30, 40 minutes but I'm exhausted. Just It's supposed to rain this weekend. It's supposed to rain tomorrow after the day of recording this and I'm super excited for that. But like, I'm just, I'm just beat, man. I'm just beat and I want a game I can collapse into. I kind of like... That's how I know I'm starting to get real burnt out. I thought about, like, how do I disconnect from everybody? And I know that that's wrong. Like, I know that... Sorry, this I didn't mean to make this into therapy, but, like, I know it's wrong to just be like, all right, and I'm out, and I'm gone. But, like, a weekend to myself. A weekend with, like, I just, like, like imagine having blackout curtains, and my place is, like, 60 degrees flat, and I don't know what time it is because of the blackout curtains and I'm playing this game with headphones on just enjoying it and listening to the of space let me know what you guys are thinking about Starfield it's pretty much all I have for you this week thank you for joining me I hope you've enjoyed your, your short amount of time with me this week but I want you to know that I love you very much and I thank you for being here if you like the intro music is by the one and only Shane Ivers link to all of his music but especially the intro song for this podcast is called Feather Duster. You can get it at silvermansounds.com slash free music slash Feather Duster. There is a link in the description to the Patreon. Thank you. If you support there, uh, consider giving a dollar if you can. I know money might be tight for a lot of people around the world, but if you like the show and you want to contribute, there's a link down there also to a Redbubble with some designs that you can support the show in another way. There's a link to my Twitter, the show's Twitter, and Kyle's Twitter. Thank you for being here. I love you very much. I will see you next week. I hope you guys have been well. All right, I got to go.
I gotta go. I got I got chicken in the oven. I don't know something. I love you. Bye. Atomic Radio Hour Podcast. This has been a production made by your friends at Goldman Entertainment.